0: Hey, ladies, welcome back. Welcome back to Being Eve. What is going on? I hope you all are well out there. I hope you're doing good. I hope your week is off to a great start. I hope life is good, but even if it isn't, life will get better. You hear me? Life will get better. So I'm just going to jump right in. Ladies, so last week, was very interesting. It's funny how life works and how God interjects. It's funny how life plays out and God just magnifies the situation for your betterment if you're paying attention. So I'm just going to share a story real quick with you and then I'm going to get into the meat of the conversation. So a couple of years back, I had a dear friend of mine, more like a sister, a little sister, um, family. I mean, the, I can't even define of how close this person was to me in words, but this person was very close to me. And so there was a point in time within our relationship, there was a complete breakdown. I had no idea what caused the breakdown. I had no idea what I did. It was just ghost. You ever heard of ghosting? Like someone just, <laughs> you have a relationship with the person, and then immediately they just go away. You never hear from, from them again. So it was just ghost. I was calling the person. I was pleading with the person to find out exactly what I did to cause the breakdown. Nothing ghost okay and so i could remember that time period where i was hurt y'all i could not fathom like why would the relationship just break down like that why would this sister friend of mine just leave like that with no explanation no type of um conversation nothing so you could imagine the hurt i was hurt i was like what like I I wouldn't expect this. I would think that the type of relationship we had, where we shared almost everything, I together, like I didn't get it. Um, and so there was hurt there. There was a lot of hurt there. So, in that time frame, maybe a couple of months later, she reached out, but when she reached out. I was like, nah, what you reaching out for? Like, there is no repair. What are we repairing? Where were you when I was trying to talk to you? Where were you when I was reaching out? Where were you when I was pleading to find out what transpired? And now you want to reach out to me trying to fix what was broken? Nah, let's leave it broke. (laughs) Let's leave it completely broken. We're good. We're good exactly the way it is because at this point, In my mind, in that point in time in my life, I was like, the explanation she provided to me was not enough. I was like, you should have known me better than that. Like, if somebody came to you and told you Casey said this or Casey did that, the type of relationship we had, nah, you should have came to me and talked to me about it. There should have been no he said, she said in the type of relationship we had because we were that close. So when she came back to explain and try to repair, I wasn't with it. I was not with it. I wasn't about it. I was like, nope, I'm good. You're good. Go on with your life. And when I see you, we could be cordial. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Hey, how are you? How's the kids? How's life? That type of thing, right? I, in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm healed. You know, I don't have any, I don't pray for your downfall. I don't have anything that I wish harm on you and anything. We're good. So let's transfer years. Let's go years and years later until this present day. This whole entire week <laughs> has been interesting because this, um, this person somehow, uh, because we're so close uh my mom called me one day sharing some news about this particular person and I was so excited for this person. I'm like, that's great, good. But I I didn't feel nothing about it. I'm on doing what I'm doing, you know, pursuing life and um living life and raising children, having a whole marriage and business and all that stuff. So it didn't I didn't think anything of it besides that. But this particular week is funny because situations have been presented to me where I've been um imparting life into people, life into other women, talking with other women. And then today, as I'm sitting down reflecting on what's been shared, their stories that they're sharing with me, God interjects and was like, boom. See that? See how life plays out? Now think about what transpired years prior. Think about where you are right now in your life. Would you handle that situation that transpired years before the same way? And I sat down and thought about it and I was like, absolutely not. If the situation was today, um, this Casey, where I am in my life right now, what I've seen, what I've learned, um, what I've gone through, I would have definitely worked on that friendship. I would have definitely... Healed that friendship, I would have definitely taken the time out to pursue and interject life back into that friendship. Uh, Not because I deserved it or she deserved it, but because how life plans, how life happens and God interjects. And what I mean by that is we don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know how tomorrow is going to play out. We know only today. And so with that, it's important while we have to take consideration when we're dealing with relationships and people and all that. We have to take consideration of yesterday, what transpired, what today looks like and how tomorrow can be. Because life is funny, y'all. Life is crazy. Life <laughs> never pans out how you're going to think it's going to pan out. And life teaches you things. And what I realized throughout what transpired this week and how God put me in, in, in certain things this week and interject and, and, and said to me, Casey, pause. Watch what's happening Watch your movements, watch your reaction, and watch how things are playing out in front of you. Take, pay close attention to what's taking place because you need to know why it's so important to be careful with your relationships. Be careful how you judge people. Be careful how you are quick to judge. Be careful how you place judgment on others because life will bring that judgment right back to you. But instead of it being on others, it's going to be on you. And I thought about it and I realized, wow, Casey, what you did back then, you would not have done today. So how can you inspire, encourage, uh, provide a different perspective to women out there who may be in a situation with a friend, who may be in a situation with her man, who may be in a situation at work where people... What can you share to encourage, inspire, and provide some form of perspective to a woman that has been betrayed, either by a friend, by a coworker, by a spouse, um, by someone that she cares about, Right? And so as I thought on what transpired between um that particular sister friend and myself that broke down the relationship, I realized the biggest outside factor that caused the demise was another individual. And that other individual was a master manipulator, was a narcissist, was a which pretty much provided some form of a heavier control over that person's thinking and that person's mindset. Knowing what I know today because of my own life experiences after that friendship broke down, I understand now why I should have just paused and not been so quick to end that friendship and not been so quick not to heal that friendship because narcissism, who I mean I'm going to have an episode on that but narcissism is a demon y'all it is a demon it's a demon spirit and I'm not talking about the person being a demon I'm talking about that 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 type of mental um unhealthy soul sucking spirit is uh, I truly believe is a demon Like, people that operate with that spirit of narcissism operate from a place of control, manipulation, and all forms of evil. Because they do what they do simply to take and control. And when someone is under that form of heaviness, in that form of a control, they are not themselves. And... I did not take that into consideration because I did not know anything about that form of control at that point in my life. So I was not with it. I didn't understand it. I didn't care to understand it because I had not experienced it. I knew nothing about it. And so therefore, when that breakdown occurred, all I saw was her. I did not think about her experience. I didn't think about the trial that took place in her life that led her to that point. I didn't see it. All I saw was myself. All I saw was my hurt. All I saw was my pain. I didn't see her perspective. I didn't see her point of view. And to be blatantly honest, I didn't care at that point. But again, it's funny how life plays out and how God interjects. Because now, being where I am where I am and having seen and having experienced that form of control in other ways, and in other people, that I've seen that spirit of narcissism, understand it, I can say to myself now, wow, Casey, that breakdown, you could have prevented it if you allowed yourself to be open, to be honest, and to heal, and not have been so quick to just end the friendship based upon my lack of understanding. And so with all types of betrayal, guys, there's a story. And I'm not saying for all of us to just go around accepting betrayal. But what I am saying is pay attention, walk with understanding, and most importantly, know that you too are human. You will make mistakes and you will betray. And you probably have betrayed people before. And I know the word betrayal seems so harsh, but in fact, people betray people all day long. Women betray other women all day long. Perfect example, gossip. (laughs) We know some of us love the tea. And there are times where we could be, we have different levels of, of sister friend relationships, right? And let's say, you have a sister friend who's on level one with you, right? Y'all not really, y'all, y'all good, y'all close, but y'all not close, close. You know what I mean? So she, that sister friend calls you and she shares a story with you. Now, she says, don't tell nobody, okay? And you're like, no, nah, I got you, I ain't going to tell nobody. But she's on sister friend level one. But you got a sister friend that's on level 10, you and her super duper close and y'all share everything. So now you call sister friend that's on level 10. You like, girl, guess what sister friend uh, one told me. That's not betrayal because she just told you not to tell nobody. But here you are with sister friend level 10 telling sister friend level 10. Why do you feel comfortable telling sister friend level 10? Because you know, because you guys are on level 10 that that sister friend won't out you. That sister friend won't. Tell. But at the end of the day, ladies, that is a betrayal. That is a betrayal of sister friend level one, because she told you not to say anything. But you on the phone with level 10. Tell us sister friend level 10. So just because that betrayal is done in the dark does not necessarily mean it is not a betrayal. And this is where we kind of have to give grace and mercy to one another when it's dealing with certain situations and circumstances and understand people and walk with a level of, to understand perspective. Because guess what, guys? Every day we let people down. We let people down in different ways, but we let people down and we got to understand each other and come to a place of understanding because it's important to heal. We may not be the same way that we were before in the level of closeness and how we were um, buddy-buddy, but we can heal from it, we can learn from it, and in that healing and that growth comes growth, most importantly, and progress, because now we've gotten to a place in our lives and our womanhood where we can understand one another, and then we can move forward and move on after we've healed and grown from the situation. So, you know, as I thought about betrayal, it's funny how my husband that same day did something to me that I was like, he betrayed me because we had talked about something and he said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're not going to do this and that. We agreed upon it. And then ladies, literally a couple of hours later, he did the exact opposite. So y'all know I was pissed, right? I was heated. I went off. And then, you know, we talked about it. He apologized. We moved on. But then it inside me was the uh, me meditating, meditating upon it. And I was reflecting on it because that's what I do. I'm a heavy self-reflector, as I noted before. I was thinking about it and then I was dissecting it. What, what was that about? What could I have done better? What, what transpired? And then in that process of me self-reflecting and looking at myself, most importantly, and then looking at the relationship as a whole, because again, that's what I do. <laughs> you know, I was like, man, sometimes the closest person to you can be your demise. Sometimes the closest person to you can be the act that brings your demise. Now, I'm not saying that's exactly what my husband did. No, I'm not saying that. It wasn't that deep. But sometimes the demise that happens in our lives in certain places happens because of someone that was very close to us. Because those uh, that, that type of demise and betrayal typically comes from someone that has that type of access to us. So what happens when the demise happens? What happens... When the betrayal occurs and that person is that close to us, what can be done? How do we move forward? How can we operate? Do we just drop, fall, and don't move on? Or do we press on and keep going? And of course, we should press on and keep going. But how? How can we do when it's the person that that was so close to us, that should have known us the most, that should have known who the type of person we are and how we would have reacted, how can we move forward if we're supposed to move forward? And I heard my heart say as as clear as clear can be, learn how to thrive with Judas's in your midst. And I'm going to repeat that. Learn how to thrive with Judas's in your midst. And I know some of you are probably listening like, what is a Judas? Who's a Judas? And um, Judas Iscariot was a a one of the 12 disciples that was there with Jesus from the very beginning of his ministry. Judas Iscariot betrayed Jesus at the end. Okay. He was the one that went to Jesus's enemies and pretty much Sold Jesus out for some money. But Judas was there with Jesus from the very beginning of his ministry. He saw everything. He saw Jesus healing people. He saw Jesus inspiring people. He saw Jesus bring people back from the dead. But still, he betrayed them. So when I heard my heart say, learn how to thrive with Judas's in your midst, first and foremost, I ran and t- typed it in my notes because that's something I was like, I have to meditate on that. I have to think on that. I have to make sure that's a part of my every day. Learning how to thrive with Judas' in your midst. And, it's, and as I thought on it, as I meditated on it, as I reflected on it, it's so true. It is so true because at the end of the day, every day in life, We could probably sit back and think on years of our lives and how we've been impacted by betrayal by someone that was supposed to be the closest person to us. How many of us have been betrayed by a sister friend, a family member, a relative? our spouse, in some way, shape, or form, whether it was a small betrayal or a big betrayal. Betrayal is betrayal. It is a lack of confidence in that particular relationship after it occurs. How can you move forward when you've been betrayed the way Judas Iscariot betrayed Christ? How I was betrayed by my husband in that small thing that he did. How can you move forward? And it's learning how to thrive despite of that betrayal, learning how to move forward despite of that betrayal. Because when I looked at it, I realized Judas was there throughout Jesus's whole ministry and Jesus knew he was going to be the betrayer. He sat down and broke bread with him knowing he was going to be the one who was going to betray him. In fact, Judas was the one who handled the money and he knew that Judas was going to betray him. But in the midst of knowing, he still did what he was called to do. He still lived. He still thrived. And he still, beyond it all, impacted the world in such an amazing way. And I took note to that. And I said, this is the way That's going to be the ultimate lesson in life. This is your growth process, Casey, is how to learn how to thrive despite the Judases in the midst, despite the people that are closest to you that are going to hurt you in some way, shape or form. How do we move forward? And then I realized the way you move forward is realizing that there are two types of betrayals. Judas was one betrayal, but Peter also betrayed Jesus. Peter was one of the 12 disciples and he betrayed Jesus at the end because he denied him. He denied the relationship that they had. And um, after Jesus died and resurrected, there was a point where he and Peter were talking and Jesus asked Peter, uh, Peter, do you love me? He asked him that three times. And then Peter responded, I do, Lord, I love you. Then Jesus responded, feed my sheep, do this, do that. So in those three times that he asked them and Peter responded, Jesus gave him an action. Well, if you love me, do this. And I realized that when you are, have been betrayed by someone And they come back to you and they ask for forgiveness. Forgive, forgive, but then also let them show you in their actions, their love for you, because actions will always speak louder than words. And if they love you and they are truly sorry about what took place, they're going to show you they are going to do things and um, do the things that they know that you most care about. To show you that I love you, and that betrayal will never happen again. And on the flip side, there's going to be the betrayals like Judas's betrayal, where he never apologized for what he did, and in fact, he took he was so personally destroyed by his actions. Instead of apologizing, he ended up taking him his own self out. So that was a clear indication to me that you don't have to. Uh, fight a betrayal with an act of revenge because that person in your thriving, in your ability to live and thrive and do good in your life, despite the betrayal, that person will take their own selves out. You ain't got to worry about it. They will deal with themselves because betrayers who come to steal, kill and destroy, they won't ever prosper. They will deal with themselves. Life will deal with them. So let them rock. You don't have to go out and seek revenge on them because life will take care of it. The Bible says, Vengeance is mine, save the Lord. So let the Lord deal with it. Let the Lord deal with that person, that individual. If they never come back and repent and ask for forgiveness for their actions, life will deal with them. You thrive. You do what you have been called to do. You heal. You forgive. You do the work in order to be the woman that you have been called to do. You live a life that is pleasing to God, to yourself, and to those around that love you. You thrive. Let them see your smoke (laughs) in that thriving and life will take care of the betrayers. Either one, they're going to come back like the Peters, apologize, ask for forgiveness, and then show you how much they love you. Or they're going to be the Judases that will take care of themselves. But most importantly, ladies, you thrive. So, ladies, I end the podcast at this point just truly wanting all of us to come to a place of understanding that there will always be betrayal in some way, shape or form, right? And of course, there's going to be different levels to it. But I want us to walk away with the thought that Judas's will always be there. It's important to learn how to forgive and also heal from that situation so it doesn't impact our future relationships, And also on the flip side, there's also going to be the Peters, that we don't just throw the Peters away because of the betrayal, that we learn how to heal and forgive because that particular person can be an integral part of your life. And if we don't learn to heal and forgive, we can dismiss that person. And that part of our lives that they were supposed to impact never occurs. So I bring about the real Peter of the, the Bible and how he was an integral part of Jesus's ministry and the growth of Christianity all around the world. And let's say he took the Judas way out. It would have never, trans- his part of the story would have never transpired in such a way. So it's important to not throw like this the sentiments out there, like that says not to throw the baby out with the bath water, Right. If there's an opportunity for forgiveness and healing, let's take that opportunity. The Judases will handle themselves. They will reveal themselves by their actions. Remember, they're going to take care of themselves. But the Peters will always return and there's always going to be an opportunity by their actions, which is key, their actions on whether or not they are someone that we can bring back into our lives and continue to restore that relationship. It's important to remember that because oftentimes if we don't heal and forgive, we will pack that bag, that pain and carry it on through into our other relationships. And that bag is so heavy, it's going to become a load in our other relationships. And then we can never successfully move forward if and grow as beautiful as we're supposed to grow with a number of bags that we're carrying throughout life can you imagine a plant if you hang a heavy load on a plant would it be able to grow if it's carrying a load that it wasn't designed for so just at in that mindset if you think about it it's just the same if we don't let go of those things that have transpired throughout our lives, that have impacted our relationships, if we don't learn to heal, if we don't learn to forgive, those situations will load us down. And we won't be able to grow as beautiful and as awesome as we were created to grow because we're carrying all that weight. And I also want to talk about, before I end, I also want to talk about the idea of self-preservation. You know, I know with animals, they immediately go into that self-preservation mode when they feel like they're being attacked or they feel like they have to go on defense, right? And that instinct of self-preservation kicks in. It's the same way with us as humans. Self-preservation kicks in for us as well. That instinct to protect ourselves kicks in when we've been hurt, when we've been betrayed, when someone does something to us we automatically start to walk around in that with that protection on, with those walls way high, right? But the difference between us and animals is the fact that we can reason. We can sit down and think and process thought. We can sit down and process the situation. We can sit down and have a conversation with the individual that may have Betrayed us or have harmed us or have said something that we didn't particularly like and through that conversation through the ability to reason We can walk away and say hey, you know what? I can forgive I can heal From that that's the difference between us and animals So I hope that you ladies can walk away with something from this episode that has has encouraged you, inspired you, impacted you in a positive way to take action. To take action with forgiveness, to take action with healing, to take action on being a better woman. Because growth and life in particular is all about growth, right? If something is living, it's growing, it's thriving. And it's important for us As we live and as we grow to move in action, because that's exactly what life does. Life is movement. And so it's important that as you sit on it and think on situations that you may be dealing with right now, move in action. Whatever your heart is telling you, whatever your, you know, God is speaking to you at this moment with the, with this particular situation that I just shared, move in action. Do something positive with the information that you're getting. You know, that's truly what self-care is all about, It's taking care of yourself in a positive way. It's taking actions to ensure that your mental and your physical well-being is in a good place. So as you listen to these episodes, make sure that you're just not taking in a bunch of information and taking in data That you're actually moving in action to do something about it in a positive way. I know for me personally, what I have learned through all of this, I'm going to make sure that I reach out to the particular individual that I was talking to you guys about in the beginning of the podcast episode. And not to kind of rekindle the friendship, but to kind of close it out if need be and to completely heal from it and maybe, who knows, maybe that's something she needs as well. And But I won't ever know if, I've never taken the, if I don't take that action to reach out and make sure that is done. So ladies, I hope, again, that you took something away from it and that you're also going to move in action. If you want to continue the conversation, feel free to click the link, uh, Being Eve, the Facebook group. Go to the show notes. You can click on that link. Or you can go directly into Facebook in the search area, type in Being Eve and join the Facebook group. All right. Talk to you lovely ladies soon. Have a great day.